All right. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Garage Podcast. I am your host, David, and join with me as per usual is uh, my sultry and sexy co-host, Ted White. Say hello, Ted White. Hello. Sorry, I was in the middle of a yawn when you were introducing <laughs> me. <laughs> what what an, uh, an absolutely bizarre and inappropriate uh, moment for me to ask you how you're doing is in mid-yawn. I, I promise that yawn was not related to your spiel. That was just, it's late, I'm tired. <laughs> no, nah, it is in fact a little late. But um, yeah, we're, we're actually recording back-to-back episodes, which mm. explains why Ian DePriest is joining us again. Oh, hey, hello. Ian. It's been oh, such hi. a long time. I know, right? Yes, it's it was like, like five minutes? Six minutes. Yeah, <laughs> back by popular demand. Yes. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Demand anyway. Yes. Yeah. We we're like, all right, we're gonna see how the first one goes, and if it yeah. doesn't suck a big one, then Listen, we're going to. I got you know, I got three compliments from Ted, so now I'm in. Yeah, which is mm-hmm. a lot. Um, a lot. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Considering I've received a record number of zero. Um, <laughs> yeah, David. Nobody likes it when you try too hard. So let's just keep going. <laughs> Uh, fair. Okay. So today, uh, it's going to be, so yeah, we are wrapping up our, uh, our martial arts month. This is part four and it's going to be a little bit of a mixed bag. It's going to be a lot more laid back and relaxed than, um, uh, our first three episodes in this series. Not to say that we really had a rigid structure to begin with or at all for this fucking podcast. Um, or which, any of them, really. <laughs> which is really the way that we like it because um, we're all about keeping the standards incredibly, incredibly uh, embarrassingly low. Um, that way, whenever we do surprise and shock and awe, it's, uh, you know, we're swinging for the fences. So, um, yeah, we are for the most part, going to be talking about uh, U.S. slash American-made films that are heavily uh, influenced and inspired by um, your your typical run-of-the-mill uh, traditional Eastern martial arts fighting styles like Kung Fu, uh, uh, Salat, Muay Thai, Jiu-Jitsu, etc., etc., etc. So... Um, yeah, like I said, it's going to be super chill, relaxed. Um, we're going to throw out movies uh, like we have a couple different <laughs> lists pulled up. And we're just going to like yeah. be like, oh, hey, how about this one? Uh, as we like <laughs> randomly scroll through the list. So it's going to be it's going to be interesting and I think pretty fun. So, um, gentlemen, are we ready to kick this bitch off? I'm Indeed, ready. sir. Okay. Well, um uh yeah uh i guess listeners um start your engines <laughs> may the best woman win <laughs> i <laughs> guess <laughs> i guess we're just doing we're just drag race intro, hope nobody notices. Yeah. yeah right drag. should i make my joke about drag races drag racing again <laughs> yes <laughs> please yes it was excellent the first time around i want to hear it again <laughs> well just pretend I said it. I don't okay. know what it was. Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> it, it it was dra- it was drag drag racing and drag racing. That's basically yeah. what it was. Yeah, yep. right. That's what it was. It was the drag, drag yeah. uh, drag queens drag racing. Yes, yeah. that's um, an untapped market. There's got to be some like redneck I, drag I queens out there that like. I know. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we just like we said, we they just opened up the Nashville Super Speedway again. So this is the perfect <laughs> opportunity for j- just to like. Throw up come, some come on ab- out and 
That was yeah. a poor choice of words on my part, but come on down. <laughs> <laughs> Or hey, listen, was it the most it appropriate? Is, it is still Pride Month. Maybe when yeah, it airs, true. it's not. But, days, you know, yeah. yeah. So, be free. Uh, yeah, At the time of recording, uh, it was still Pride Month. Yes. yes. Uh, we will have since gone back to pretending that that's not a thing anymore. But for the time being, we're going <laughs> yes. to have all the corporations pretend to support it. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All the, uh, like, Snickers is going to go back to their regular... Um, icon on Facebook instead of the one that has the rainbow uh, ring around it. Um, For a second, I thought you meant Skittles, and then I was like, "No, Ted, he he was right. It's probably a Snickers." <laughs> Isn't Skittles the one that goes completely white during Pride Month? Yeah, uh, yeah. and somebody, yeah. somebody raised the point. They were like, "I don't know who how this got through marketing. They went from like uh, taste the rainbow to like." all white Skittles that are like pride and they're all white and they have S's on them. Like, did no one think this through at all? (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't great. Uh, I mean, their intentions, I'm sure were good. I I, effort boys. I got, yeah, I have a hard time believing that like white supremacists, uh, like reign supreme (laughs) at the Skittles corporation. (laughs) Like hail Skittles. Oh my goodness. If they do, why are they like, super gay white supremacist i don't don't know it's it's like the uh the the gay ku klux klan for that Chappelle skit where he's like have you considered going back to africa (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) yeah this has nothing to do with martial arts um so one hopes let's (laughs) the bar see the low bar we just set it there that's right baby (laughs) and uh and that bar is not moving as we open this bitch up to three ninjas (laughs) three that is the discussion of three ninjas thanks for coming (laughs) thank you yes and moving on um yeah i so apparently i i didn't know this up until a couple years ago but apparently there's no plural in uh in japan in japanese um i do not know it's supposed to be three ninja. Uh, I never, I don't if, speak If we're Japanese. being grammatically correct um, to the Japanese language, um, I was instructed that there <laughs> is no plural. Sincerest, sincerest apologies. Yes. We have no idea what we're talking about. For, for the whole movie, really. Uh, we apologize. For a great for... many things, in fact. Uh, <laughs> our bad, our bad. Just collectively. Um, but yeah, we don't have to spend any time on that movie because... Uh, oh. <laughs> I mean, one, I literally have... Uh, I, I can't remember the last time I saw it. Like I was probably 13 years old. Um, okay. And can you uh, tell me the plot and synopsis? Cause I haven't ninjas. seen it. Oh, there are three ninjas. <laughs> there, there are, well, excuse me. There are three ninja. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm assuming they do ninja things. Yeah. And David, can uh, you confirm? They, they do in fact do ninja things. There's, um, uh, they have white parents, but somehow their grandfather is uh, Mr. Miyagi. I think. Okay. Uh, right. I don't really understand. So there's some. That. They're they're cool with adoption, apparently. Yes, they could <laughs> be adopted. So, yeah. So I I don't really know how that works out. Um, Ninja magic. And uh, I I think like. Oh shit! I no, I'm not gonna even gonna try and remember the plot of Three Ninjas. Um, I assume that there are three of them and they fought them each other. Uh, One of them eats a lot of snacks. I remember that. that Oh, fat ninja. Yeah. (laughs) Did you say he's the fat ninja? Yes. Um, I 
I've never seen any of these movies. I, I remember really? them being a thing. Yeah, I remember them being a thing. Um, but I I have never seen any of them. Yeah, I love um, these movies growing up. Um, because I was a pretentious little twat even when I was five. So <laughs> <laughs> aren't we all? Yeah. Um anyways, moving on to something that's better. Uh, wow. <laughs> what uh what do what do we want to talk about first? Officially. Literally first. anything else. <laughs> Um, so, uh, on this list that I mentioned that I pulled up, um, fight club is on here, which I thought was, uh, interesting. I mean, like it's in the title fight, and, uh, there is a lot of, uh, fighting in the movie, Hmm. obviously. Um, whether, I mean, it's, it's definitely more like, I don't think it's about the fight based. I don't think the movie's really about the fighting, is it? I feel like uh, the, this movie is about a lot of things. I yeah, feel like the I, fighting I the, could be a metaphor for a lot of it's things. Definitely, in the movie. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it definitely it, is. It's it's more about like what the fighting means, um, rather yeah. than like the the fighting itself. Um, I mean, the yeah, fighting I mean, itself was brutal. Think, like it was very yeah. bloody. A lot of heavy punches mm-hmm. were thrown. I watched it, you know, Helen and Bottom Carter was there. <laughs> that is true. She was, in fact, she was she involved was. in that. That is the only movie she's ever been in that was not directed by her husband. Fun fact. <laughs> yes. Or ex-husband. Are really? they still married? Or ex-husband. I don't know. No, yeah. that's a joke. I'm pretty there. sure they are. For, For some reason, mean. I thought they divorced. I... Anyways, we became a gossip uh, column now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel like Tim Burton's probably difficult to be married to. I don't know why I think that. I just have that feeling, you know? I agree. <laughs> you ever look at somebody and you're I like, agree. I bet that guy is difficult to be married to. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Just me? All right. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> that, yeah, that's not necessarily something that I think about a lot, but I can mm. see that. Um, yeah, anyways. Um, <laughs> what, right, good uh, talk. Yeah. <laughs> Ian, do you have anything on your list or at the top of your brainium? The the thing that's the at the top of my brain, I don't have a list, um, but the, is Kill Bill is the first one that I think mm. of. Yeah, because we were talking about it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Kill Bill, I love Kill Bill. I've seen Kill Bill multiple times, both one and mm-hmm. two. Um, mm-hmm. Number one definitely is the more action-packed of the two. Yep. It is the one that yep. really has mm-hmm. just the main action. Number two is really more about, I think, the story and the the character yeah. development of everything else. Uh, but number one is, I love it. It's beautiful. I love, you know, the whole samurai kind of deal. The whole revenge plot is very simple, mm-hmm. and I like that it works. Um Uma Thurman is great. I love the, mm-hmm. the opening scene is one of my favorite opening scenes to any movie. You just like open a door, some bitch punches you in the face and you're in a knife fight. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's while how Quincy, Yeah, while Quincy Jones plays in the background. Yeah. <laughs> like, what a great opening, right? Like, I know. And that whole, that whole fight was so intense. I love the blade work and like, yeah. I, I don't I can't sing enough praises for Kill Bill. Um, yeah, I I love that uh, they have a little pause in the middle of their fight because the daughter comes home from school. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's just like, "What's going on?" And it's like, "I'm definitely not about to cut this bitch." I don't know. <laughs> We're just chilling. Mommy's talking to a friend. That, that damn dog guy got out of his cage and right. he's been a fool again. Uh, yeah. yeah, this movie changed my fucking life and like my trajectory uh, of. Um, seeing 
bad movies to seeing good movies. Uh, mm. This was like one of those movies that kind of like played a really big part in um, me being more of a, I don't want, how do I say this without being fucking pretentious? Just uh, going to see like big blockbusters going from <laughs> like that person to like being a lot more analytical and looking at things more objectively mm. and subjectively um about movies i feel like but you yeah. can do that with blockbuster films though you could sure you could definitely have an analytical eye to a blockbuster film but i i understand what you mean like yeah. even though and- kill <clears throat> bill is like a action you know martial arts movies the dialogue in itself is just great and there's so much mm-hmm. art in its storytelling even though it's so simple yeah um, yeah there's a lot behind it and a lot more depth um, and I think that I'm granted I'm I might be biased because I love Quentin Tarantino and I love his dialogue. I love his. Writing. Well, you're in Any good movie. company here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, this movie, I love all the little homages that he does to to all the films that he Quentin has saw and that inspired him. You know, all the samurai mm-hmm. movies. Um, mm-hmm. I love, you know, I love it when she fights the crazy 88s. And the 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 bitch with the flying meteor ball, like, <laughs> like it's, that is it's, the character's technical name, actually. Yeah, I can't from the flying meteor ball. I also go, fucking go. love Go Go, yes, and I fucking love Lucy Liu also. Just the whole, of course, ev- everything is just beautifully done and and choreographed so well. Um, yeah, like when I, she slices slices off Boss Tanaka's head. Mm. Yes, like, like a hot knife through butter. Yeah, it was. It's so well done. Um, yeah, feels like a western at times too. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. But it's also a samurai movie, and it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It does it. have that eclectic feel to it. Um, yeah. Yeah, Ted. Uh, what are your thoughts? I mean, I think you hit it, hit it on the head, uh, or we hit it on the head a few minutes ago. We're talking about like he just took all of the parts of the movies he liked and put them together. Uh, mm-hmm. and to make his own like homage to it and there are a lot of like direct references to other films in this which i mean is true of all of his filmography right um i i like that it, it i'm probably in the minority of people that think this but i, I think that it does a good job of paying homage or referencing these films without like just falling into like I'm a white dude who wants to make an Asian kind of movie, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, because there are definitely movies and actors that have been like, yes, I guess basically doing yellow face in a way. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I I think would be the, the way that most people that would, would put it now. Um, And I mean, I'm not going to say that, that, you know, Tarantino is not without faults because, you know, as much as I love his work, I think he's a fucking weird dude. And and I think probably he's (laughs) like, not somebody I would leave a person alone with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, because he come back and he's just like him. sucking on their toes. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. No, I mean I don't want to. You know, I don't want to speak out of school. And the guy I never met him personally, but um, I don't know. I love this movie. Um, there are two things I think about every time I think about Kill Bill. The first is how much I want to watch it again immediately after I finish it. And the second Agreed. is how on that one episode we did with Jeff, he talked shit about it and I took uh-huh. the microphone away from him. <laughs> okay, so Ian, I can't remember if I uh, if I 
told you about this moment, no. but it was um, probably the worst episode that we've done. Um, Ted wasn't even really officially part of the podcast yet. I think he had come on for like one or two episodes at this point, mm-hmm. but it was the Avengers Endgame episode. Oh, no. And just a classic case of like too many cooks in the kitchen. Like I invited way too many people on this episode because I thought like <laughs> it would be fun to have like a lot of people on um like i just i thought the idea you learned a valuable lesson i did in fact learn a valuable lesson um and (laughs) but anyways one of uh yeah one of the uh those people was our our good mutual friend jeff that we've known for a really long time and Hmm. um if he's listening to this jeff we love you um this is all in good good natured ribbing yeah it it is is in good fun we love you but uh yeah jeff was like kill bill sucks and like ted literally takes the microphone he's like all right no more talking for you (laughs) (laughs) it was the funniest like it crippled me for like a solid five minutes (laughs) that is an interesting hot take i've never really heard somebody say kill bill sucks wow yeah i the closest i've heard personally is like i am not a tarantino fan i i've never heard like i hate kill bill or kill bill sucks up until that moment all i've heard is like i don't like tarantino's movies and i'm like i can see that i I on the i love them but yeah yeah, I just uh, want to hear the reasoning behind behind that, but I'm sure I will. At some we point. didn't let him get to that. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that wasn't that was not part of the discussion, and will be part of our podcast over my dead body. Uh, <laughs> Pretty much, but yes. Kill Bill is yeah. is beautiful. I think there is a fine line between um, cultural appropriation and, and honoring a culture and doing an homage. Mm. And I think, mm-hmm. like you said, I think the homage was clearly paid. You can see where it was Mm. drawn from. And I think it, yeah, I love the sword fighting. I love, you know, the different styles, even that's in Kill Bill, because, you know, when she goes and talks to Pai Mei, he's just like, why are you coming here? You want to learn this shit from me, but you just, all you know is like Japanese, like martial Mm -hmm. arts. And he's like, that's just shit. You don't know shit. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, okay, damn. He's just like, going off on like how karate sucks yeah Yeah. and like how like the katana (laughs) sucks and i was like okay sir um whatever yeah first of all how dare you (laughs) (laughs) but i mean he he taught her one of the most deadliest tricks he ever had Mm -hmm. and learned how to she learned how to pluck a bitch's eye out so you know (laughs) yeah that is of course again the technical term for what happens is plucking a bitch's eye out It was it was great. It was great seeing all those different styles um, and com- coming into play. Yeah, this was uh, so I just rewatched Kill Bill one and two um, over the last couple of days. And so I, I watched Kill Bill two last night and it was probably the first time that I like either didn't flinch or look away when she stepped on her eyeball. Like I always either like flinch, like really like, or like look away. Like, and I'm not a squeamish person. Like stuff Mm. like that doesn't usually bother me, but for some reason, like just the sound effects and the visual pairing of the two, like uh, it's just, it, it gets me like every time where I'm just like, like gives me the willies. I mean, like Um, you've seen it, you've seen it as a child. Have you seen Hercules? You remember the fates in Hercules? They were plucking that one eye and transferring it to each other so they could see the future. Like you should be used to that. 
like the Disney movie Hercules? Yeah, the Disney movie Hercules. Oh, yeah, the, the, the three totally fates. That's totally the same thing. Ha- yeah, it's totally, one it's eye. completely not different at all. It's just plucking eyes right. out, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's like the same Who thing. Who among us has not, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, who's not traded eyeballs? <laughs> um. Yeah. Anyways. Uh. So. So yeah. I. I also. Uh, of course, love this movie. Um. And I was gonna say about like the. Uh, I. I feel like. People like Lucy Liu and um. I, I'm forgetting the actor's name. You know, he was in the Thirty Six Shaolin. Gordon Liu. Or, thank you, Gordon mm. Liu. Um. I feel like Tarantino wouldn't be able to convince those actors to be in this movie if they didn't give their like stamp seal of approval. Um, Yeah. And uh, I also think, I mean, it's even in the dialogue, I think too, because the the whole point of the Yakuza being mad at Lucy Liu's character was because she was an American born Chinese and Lucy Liu Mm -hmm. is an American born Chinese. So I like the fact that they brought that up and she's like, yeah, so what bitch? I'll still cut your head off. Like any questions, (laughs) you know? Right. Yeah. She did that shit too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. A way to, that's a a way to make a point right there. Hmm. (laughs) Something else that we sort of touched on, um, I also like there's a lot of uh, recognizable Asian actors in this. Like if you've seen a lot of, of films from like China or Japan or, or you know, and it, generally speaking, Asian films that you'll notice like Sonny Chiba is mm, in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, he plays a Tori Hanzo. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. June Kunamara, who, who's a, who's a pretty famous actor and has won some awards over there. Like there, there, there's some recognizable people if you're, if you're, I don't want to say in the know, so to speak, but like right. if you're, you know, if you're if you're familiar with with uh, you know Southeast Asian cinema, there's some people that you'll recognize. You know, which it could have just been like, "Hey, you're an Asian guy from LA, come be in our movie." You know, it, it could have been as simple and as stupid as that, but uh, you know, they put some thought into it. And again, that's that's part of the like the the references and the homages to to stuff that Tarantino liked. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, we've talked for a few minutes on Kill Bill. Do we want to yeah. segue into another movie? Let's go. Yes, let's do that. All right. Another banger, John Wick. <laughs> All three of them. All three of them. Yeah. I guess specifically John Wick Chapter 3. But mm. yeah, definitely all three. I just want to talk about Angelica Houston for a moment. <laughs> sure. Yes. Preach. Queen. I just Boy, love Ang- Angelica Houston being in John Wick. And just being a boss, like in John Wick, literally, literally, (laughs) both figurative and figuratively and literally a boss. And oh, I really wanted her to have a fight scene. I really did. I wish she would. I remember Um, seeing that opening night with David and and my friend Luke in theaters and being like, "Is that fucking Angelica Houston? Oh my (laughs) god, that's Angelica Houston!" (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that's great casting. Great casting. She should be in more things. I agree. Um, <clears throat> as if she's not like I in know. everything. <laughs> she, she has been in so many things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but, but the fighting. Uh, you know, yes. Again with the homages. <laughs> yes, the, fight, the fighting. That's what we're here for. The Angelica Houston podcast is next week, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Angelica Houston Appreciation Hour. Yes. Right. Uh, the, the fight scenes in week three and, and a lot of the scenes in general, like there are some very blatant homages in, in this film as well mm-hmm. um at the end where they're ascending the staircase you know that's that's pretty obviously a rip on game of death uh with bruce lee 
Right. As we've talked about before, there's some other uh, blink and you'll miss it moments kind of um, to, uh, to other films, not just Kung Fu films, but uh, 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 there's a lot of actors that you'll probably you'll recognize if you've seen some other pretty famous martial arts movies, like uh, the doctor that he goes to see is the key maker from the matrix, which is, mm-hmm. which is uh, yeah. an American more um, heavily influenced martial arts, at least mm-hmm. um, one of the, the guys in the antique fights, the antique room fight scene that gets the, the knife in the eye. Mm-hmm. He's also uh, a, a familiar face from the matrix. Like I can't remember who he played in that film, but he was definitely in it. Um, and, and, and you know, like I said, there's some other pretty classic moments to uh, to other films, not just martial arts. Like there's all the Buster Keaton stuff going on in Times Square and, and some things right. like that. But man, I fucking love this movie. I kind of want to watch it again. I've just I just watched it. I kind of want to watch it again. It's just so. <laughs> I think the fight style is just so grounded, right? Like I, compared mm-hmm. to you know Kill Bill or like the other martial arts movies, there was a dramatic like kind of turn to them when they are fighting. But mm-hmm. in Kill, not Kill Bill, in John Wick, it's just so gritty and it's very much down to earth. Like mm-hmm. I'm going, like you know, hand to hand, right in your face, really close quarters, mm-hmm. as as realistic as I can be. Instead of like, here's this beautiful choreographed dance that we're kind of like twirling right. around in. It's like, mm-hmm. no, here here are my hands, here's my fist and my legs, and I'm gonna kill you very very quickly as fast as I can. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I agree. I think a lot of the fights are um believable mm-hmm. in, in, in some ways. They I always fall back on like there's a difference between believable and realistic. Like a believable story for Batman is uh, you know, he fights crime. Mm-hmm. Um but a realistic story is 3 weeks into fighting crime he slips off of a railing and falls off the roof. <laughs> um and I I think that there's like a level of believability. Now, I mean obviously like you know, as much as I love these movies like John Wick has plot armor thicker than Batman's, you yeah. know, by the end of the third movie. <laughs> yes. Like, there's still a believability to a lot of the fight scenes. Yes. And there is that like sense of stakes. Like we talked about with like the raid where it's just like, you feel the action in a way and you see and experience the action in a way that you don't with like a, something like hero where it's like, this movie is beautiful and it's like a, a feast for the senses. But like, mm-hmm. I don't for a second believe any of this. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's a wonderful mm-hmm. fairy tale hero is yeah yeah exactly it's, yeah. it's a it's clearly a fantasy film you yeah. know yeah yeah um yeah god uh this these movies um really the only scenes that i can think of right now are the ones that happen in john wick 3 maybe it's because that's the one that's freshest in my mind but like i i literally just went through all three of these movies like last yeah. week I think it's also the only one that's really heavily reliant on the, the more physical fights or the martial arts. Right. Some of that's present in the first two. Like he does some, some like grappling with some of the henchmen, but like, as far as like the actual, I think combat, the budget played a huge factor in that. Like, you know, we talked about this, you know, when we did our first John wick episode, how like from one to two, their budget like literally doubled um yeah because, went from like 20 to 40 million i think yeah mm-hmm. um and then it like tripled or quadrupled from two to three um i, I forget the number but I, I, it might have went up to like a hundred i think it was 90 million for three yeah I'm not 100 wow. sure but like it, it was a pretty significant jump yeah so um 
yeah, I I cannot say enough good things about John Wick three and and like this the cast list that's coming out for mm-hmm. chapter four mm-hmm. is like blowing my fucking mind. Yeah, this like, movie can't come out soon enough. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want them to rush it. Obviously, because no. yeah. you know, take take your time, make the best movie possible. But at the same time, like I just want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I just want it to be out. Yeah, like um, you know, the the guy that played Scorpion in the yeah, new Her- uh, Hiroyuki Sonata. He's yeah, crazy. um, <clears throat> Bill Skarsgård. Um, oh, I love him. Very interesting mm. choice. I mean, he's a great body actor. So I don't know mm, what kind he of he does role have the body. Have. <laughs> All right, okay, let's reel it in. <laughs> This is a family show. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sure it is, Ted. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have a family and we have a show. So, I mean, it's. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. Um, but no, like, I mean, and obviously there's more than those two. I feel like they've they've added a lot of people to this movie um, mm. since uh, chapter three. Um I mean, I, I think Lawrence Fishburne uh, confirmed that he was coming back, which I, I figured. I yeah. think we all figured they need that he him. Would. Yeah. Um, Plot wise, yeah, I feel story. like he should. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was in the last scene of the movie and mm-hmm. the, the big cliffhanger, so it kind of doesn't make sense to not have him in it. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. stoked the, for it. All right. We gotta. We gotta. I gotta. Ooh, I gotta. I gotta <laughs> here talking take about a cold shower. Gotta take a cold shower. <laughs> um. I want to briefly touch on this, not because it's a good movie, but because I think we have to, because it it's pretty widely known, and that's Bloodsport. Mm. Um, Bloodsport. This this movie is based on a true story. <laughs> oh, <laughs> twist. So they say, uh, but it's basically like, what if a white dude entered Enter the Dragon and won? Is basically what Bloodsport is. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and this is Van Dam, right? Yeah, Van Dam. Um, it's a it's a very aggressively eighties movie. It's very of its time. Um, it has one, I think there's one woman in the movie and <laughs> a singular female. I think, I think I, I'm really trying to think. I, I think she's the only woman with a speaking role. Wow. No, wow. there's two because there's a, there's the, they had to talk the, about the, the men wife. They like. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the Bechtel test hadn't, it wasn't a thing yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's 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 an aggressively '80s movie. It's a little backwards. Um, fast forward till the tournament starts, and and then the rest of it's pretty decent martial arts film. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I only bring it up to say I think we'd be remiss to not talk about Jean Claude Van Damme, who um, definitely is not my favorite mm-hmm. action actor, but right. I, I think is definitely well known, at least for people of a certain age mm-hmm. in the US is like, oh yeah, he was the guy who did the kicks and the splits uh, <laughs> the on kicks. the movie films. So. <laughs> uh, so I'm looking through my list. I've never seen this movie, but I just have to bring it up. Guns of El Chupacabra. <laughs> can, I... you, can you send me that? I need to watch this movie. <laughs> Like I'm, I don't know what the fuck this is, but yeah, like uh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna open this up. And text that one over to me. I need yeah. to see this list. I don't know what this list uh, is about. Okay, so I'm gonna send it uh, send it to you, Ted, and then Ian, you're gonna get it too. Um, and yeah, it just uh, it looks. Um, according to the poster, can I read the? I was gonna say, can I read the poster? <laughs> Please go for it. 
All right, hold on. I got to get my movie guy voice. Oh, my goodness. This summer, <clears throat> one space sheriff, one bloodthirsty monster, and one million bullets. The guns of El Chupacabra. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. Uh, my life is both better and immeasurably worse wow. for knowing this movie exists. Wow. Yeah. This, uh, this movie came out in uh, 1997 with a poster straight out of 1985. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the lead character's name is Jack B. Quick. You know what? Fuck the rest of this episode, guys. I gotta go see this movie immediately. <laughs> yeah, we gotta figure out uh, figure out where this is playing. Godzilla: Final Wars is on this. Oh my uh, goodness! On this list. All, all- good movie. Not what I would consider a martial arts film, but good movie. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't think I've ever uh, ever seen that one. Must be one of the Neither 36 I. that I, I have yet to see. Um, <laughs> anyway, we had a few others queued up that, you know, we, we came up with. Um, or have we blown through them already? Uh, we, we had Kill Bill and John Wick. And uh, yeah. I can think That's of it. a That's lot all of we had. Like- Thanks for coming. <laughs> There are a lot of like action movies in my brain, but I don't know if they would be considered like martial arts movies. You know, Fast and the Furious. No, Like, so the thing, I, I don't know if anyone's seen like Hotel Artemis that came out a while back, like a few years ago. I, you know, there was. It's about assassins. I don't know. There's hmm. also sounds familiar. Any of the Taken movies. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the thing about like martial arts movies that are made by um, Westerners is that typically they're like B movies. There mm. have not been a lot of like you know big budget, wide release films that were like American made or Western made martial arts films that didn't star like already established Asian actors like Jackie Chan or mm-hmm. Jet Li. Um, so it's 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 kind of tough. I mean, and even those movies that they did were like either in Jackie Chan's case like more comedic mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. martial arts heavy, like the Rush Hour series, mm-hmm. or um, Ian. I think you had mentioned Shanghai Noon, Shanghai Nights earlier. Yeah, love that. Um, you know the Jet Li films, at least some of them, like Fearless, which you brought up, which is also a good choice that we could talk about. Like, yeah, that that's definitely a martial arts movie. But again, it's like it's just a Hollywood studio trying to make martial arts movie. And like, I like fearless, but like, I don't think it holds up to some of his other stuff that he did in, in, in Asia, mm-hmm. by like not nearly, you know, to that mm-hmm. level. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. a fucking killer movie though. I gotta say it is. <laughs> it is. So one of, yeah, it is a beautiful movie. It is also very intense. I love each, you know, set and fight. It's like a tournament, you know, mm-hmm. that they set up. Um, yeah, I don't know if you want to get into it or if um, you want to talk about a different movie. I got one. No, I mean we can we can talk. I about got it. Or one. David, you got one. Mortal Kombat. Which which one? Which Mortal Kombat? Oh, you know the best one, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> you know the one of all where the movies Johnny I've Cage ever watched, gets that is uh, one of them. It, <laughs> She say all the movies that you've watched. Yes, of all the movies I've ever watched, that is certainly one of them. It is most certainly a movie. Um, <laughs> a movie. 
Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, we've talked about Mortal Kombat uh, quite a bit on this podcast. Uh, I yeah, mean, we did an episode on it not long ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, we talked about the new movie, and then we talked a little bit about the uh, the original uh, from back in... Is it the late 90s? 1996, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, not a great movie, but a fun movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Agreed. On uh, on both accounts. It is. Both were, both were yeah. not good, but both were pretty fun. So I think that's the point because, it, you know, m- like video game movies kind of always turn out that way, I think, for the most part. Like they're they're all dead on a right. Uh, on arrival like like they have such a bad track record have you ever did you ever play or do you know the video game dead or alive anyone it's a fighting video game yeah it's a 2d fighting video game probably my favorite 2d fighting video game um but they made a movie of dead or alive starring jamie presley (laughs) yeah yes you've seen it thank you one other person i didn't say i'd seen it but i'm aware of it (laughs) i watched it because i was a fan of the video game and let me tell you Wow, no, what Ian, a... I love myself, which is why I haven't seen it. <laughs> it was it was interesting to watch. But I mean they, sure. they they did their best. They tried. It happened. Um yeah, there's not much to say about that. Um, you know. I don't think I knew about this movie. I was a I was actually a fan of this fighting game. It was one of the few that I actually liked. Um and I played it a lot back in high school. Uh but yeah, yeah, I didn't know that they made a movie out of it. Now, now you need to go watch it. You know, <laughs> do I though? Do I? You should. You should go watch it. So okay, can... <laughs> I'll add it to ye old list. That's that's the episode after Angelica Houston appreciation. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Dead or Alive revisit. Yeah, oh my um, goodness. They made a Tekken movie too, if I remember correctly. That was really? also probably dog shit. And yeah. a Street Fighter movie, of course. A couple of Street Fighter movies, of yeah. course. Yeah. Raul Julia chewing scenery. Like it's a two dollar steak. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's weird because there are so many. You know, as video games have matured, uh, mm-hmm. so to speak, they're almost like they're almost a respected art form now, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. there's a few games that people kind of begrudgingly are like, okay, like I guess this is art. Yes. But for the most part, I think generally speaking, it's still kind of seen as like, oh, those are video games. That's not mm-hmm. art. Mm-hmm. And and I think some of that. Um, condescension i guess kind of bleeds over into the screenwriting process Mm. um because there are some movies or rather some games rather that you think would be very easily transported into making a movie Mm -hmm. like they they're already very story driven and things like that they have a Mm -hmm. great plot and interesting characters and things like that that the the pieces that make up a great movie and then they come out as like bad (laughs) 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 it's very strange um, I do have high hopes, though, that one day we'll get a, a good adaptation. Um, you know, they've been talking about making a Halo movie for 20 years. And I just, please, please, guys. It's, they're, it's perfect. It's, they're they're starting to do, I think they already casted for The Last of Us. Um, they're making The Last of Us yeah, into a TV that's gonna series. That's going to be a series, though. Yeah, isn't yeah. It? yeah. Yeah, I was just about to say, like, isn't that supposed to be a series? Did, yeah. did they, uh, so did they cast uh i think pedro pascal play? is gonna be um what's his yeah, name he's gonna be joel mm-hmm. okay cool yeah he's gonna be joel i can dig it i don't remember who got cast as ellie, ellie yeah um uh, but that's, that's gonna be a series on hbo i think maybe or show i think so one, one of the pay cables i'm looking forward to it i i think it, pedro pascal's great 
you know I, so, i've heard nothing yeah. but great things about both uh both games and uh the only reason i haven't gotten a chance to play them yet is because of time um of course they're both very grim uh, i'll say that but yeah I, I think they're i haven't played uh through the second one yet the first one is very grim but it's very it's very very good mm. Yeah, that's um, what I've heard. We're we a little off track here, but that's anyways, right. <laughs> back, back to just, the, just fighting, the fighting, the um, fighting movies, the martial arts movies. Yeah. Um, uh, what, what? Um, I can't think of any other American martial arts movies at the top of my head. Uh, I know there was the Forbidden Kingdom, which was like Hollywood's right. attempt at making I a wuzu film. I did see that. Had, Jet Li and Jackie Chan, and it's not, like not a terrible not movie, but favorite. it's also not like terribly good either. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of just like, all right, I see that you tried, and I respect that. You, it's, yeah, yeah. It was trying it to do a lot of tropes that was just like, okay, I guess, like, I guess there was a drunken master. I guess, you know, you know, right? There is the silent monk, and there is always a witch, which I love. I love a good yeah. witch, but right, of course. Yeah, they it just, was. Um, I think uh, they just threw too much at it, and they were like, "Hey, here's all the tropes from every martial arts movie ever. Boom, money, you know." And yeah. uh, unfortunately, you know that's not that's not the case. Too too much of a good thing is is a bad thing. And I feel like a lot of the other martial arts movies mm. draw from different kind of stories. At least when it's like these kind of fantastical ones, like the Wuxia movies, are always like, you know, old stories that we most of them have been told before you know or our poems sure. or, or texts so there's a little bit more depth that they can dramatize for us so the writing is kind of there and the backbones of the story are there already whereas this one is just like these things work yes throw them in a pot and then <laughs> here you have a movie right, <laughs> right. Uh, throw so, some broth you got a stew going baby yeah yeah i mean like visually it looked fine like it was okay i guess and the fighting was okay also but it was just compared to what each of those individual people like Jackie Chan and Jet Li have done in their own movies. It was kind of disappointing. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. Right. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree with that. Um, it's not a bad movie, but it's just like, you want more out of it based on who's in it and kind of like the, pro- the, pro- the promise of that, I guess you might say. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And it's also hard because you have huge like action stars. When you have Jet Li and Jackie Chan in the same space, it's like I think people kind of want to see them fight each other almost. Like right. people and it how can they share up or take up so much space when both of them are in one movie? There's not enough time, mm-hmm. I think, to be given to them or to their characters. So I think that's why it didn't work out too well. Whereas going back to Fearless, you know, it's all about Jackie Chan. Uh, not Jackie Chan. Jet, <laughs> Jet, Jet Lee. Lee. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, his his um mission to prove that, you know, that uh he's not weak and that he can rise through the top and that they go all the way through these tournaments and showing the different styles and there's like a kind of respect mm-hmm. to that kind of warrior's journey, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and I love the showcase of styles. That's one of my favorite things in martial arts movies. It's like the different kind of um, styles of fighting and how they right. complement each other or like how they work around the other weakness, the other one's weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Um, even in the very last battle with um, the Japanese samurai, like 
they were switching weapons at one point and they didn't know how to, you know, use the other ones like katana right. properly. And the other one had, you know, the three, um, the three kind of chain staff kind of thing. And the samurai mm-hmm. didn't know what to do with it. It was just very funny and also wonderful to watch um, them fig- try to figure it out because Jet Li definitely did not use the katana like a katana. He was using it like, <laughs> no, right, like a, right. like a Chinese, like, you know, sword. <laughs> so, right. Yeah, yeah. That's a Fearless is a great one, and, and I I definitely recommend it. I mean, again, I do. I think it's Jet Li's best martial arts movie. No, but for an American movie, it's like a cut above. What will you say like is said, Jet Li's I, best um, martial arts movie, in your opinion? Um, it's hard to upon choose. A time in China, maybe. <laughs> okay. I I you know, don't know um, if I've seen that one actually. When I might have been That's an older one. Yeah, um, I might have been too young. Let's see. Oh, I'm I'm trying to look it up now because it's he's just a baby in it. Um 1991. Yeah. A year before I was born. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's uh by Sweetheart. Um I like that one for a lot of different reasons. I mean Jet Li's done a lot of great movies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, hero, oh, hero. Uh, you know, if if we want to count that, um, Romeo must die. Honestly, um, one of, one. Yeah. one of my favorites. I think Aaliyah was in it. <laughs> yeah, that, I think I'm, that yeah, sounds right. I think it was the last thing she did. R.I.P. Oh, poor yeah. Aaliyah. Yeah, it was a good soundtrack too. Uh, no, she was in Queen of the Damned after that. Oh, right. Forgot about that. I think Queen of the Damned is the last thing she did before she died. Mm. I'm not 100% sure, but I think that's right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I like Jelly a lot. I think he's kind of under underrated, really, because he doesn't get brought up when people talk about, at, le- at least th- that I've noticed, I don't think he gets brought up as often as like Bruce Lee or Jackie Chan uh, or, or some other guys like that. I, I, don't, I think he's kind of like almost second tier in a way, and I think that's wrong. I think maybe because people are attracted to personalities, right? Like Jackie Chan is almost a personality in his kind of mm. style of fighting. And Bruce Lee is just, you know, a, a great legend. Right. The, the and, king. Yeah. yeah and, and Jet Li is very quiet. You know, he's very like, he, I feel like reserved. And so when you're more yeah. mm-hmm. reserved, especially in, in your fighting style, you know, compared to Jackie Chan, it's hard to like stand out. Whereas Jackie Chan is, everyone's like, Oh, it's so funny and comedic, but it's also so cool. You know, mm-hmm. Whereas Jet Li is just like, wow, power. Look at this skill. Right, badass. Yeah. 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 I could dig that. I, I think that's a that's a good assessment. Um, the, this is one movie that actually hasn't come out yet, but um, I, I wanted to bring up, especially since uh, the second and most recent trailer just dropped. Um, mm. Ted, I don't think you'll really be able to contribute too much, uh, but Ian, I definitely want to hear your thoughts on the... Uh, on mm-hmm. Shang Chi and the Legend of oh. the Ten Rings, did you see <laughs> you know, the new trailer? I did see the new trailer. Um, funny enough, I actually never read the comic, so I know nothing about it. Shamefully, yes, yeah. I, uh, I only know. <laughs> yeah, I, I only know about the lore of the Ten Rings as it pertains to the Iron Man storyline, mm-hmm. um, circa the 2010s. But beyond that, like when we're speaking directly inside the universe of 
Shang-Chi. Like I'm not mm-hmm. super familiar with it. So what? I'm, yeah, I I'm, I'm pumped for this movie. It, the the like, trailer looks great. I think, I mean, Marvel is a weld oiled machine and Marvel knows, I think what it's doing and knows how to sell really well. And I think they, their trailers are always good for the most part. And a trailer can make or break a movie. I feel like sometimes when you put it out, mm-hmm. um, what I'm really interested in in that movie really is just Michelle Yeoh because I love Michelle Yeoh so okay. much. Big facts. She Big she's facts. one of my favorite actresses, and um, I think part part of it's because like. Um, I was born in Singapore, so Malaysia's right next door, and she's a huge, like a big Malaysian star. And when she first showed up, you know, in James Bond, like people in Singapore were going crazy. Like, like it was, it was like a huge deal because you know someone from Malaysia got to be in a huge Hollywood movie, and then she just progressed like onward. And I love seeing her fight. I don't know how old she is, but like, bitch can kill a bitch you know like <laughs> she, yeah she looks amazing like i don't know how yeah. she's still she's in another action movie that's coming out called like gunpowder milkshake or yeah, yeah with lena yeah, heady and like mm-hmm. you know angela bassett and all these other women it's like a female like action movie it seems and i think it's coming on netflix but yeah. like i was just like damn she's still like punching people still doing all these stunts it. yeah damn. I love it. So I'm honestly looking forward to Michelle Yeoh in, in this <laughs> that, Marvel that's, movie. That's not a wrong answer. And they will no, probably correct. They'll probably only give her like, what, 10 minutes of screen time is what I'm going to guess. She'll Maybe. just be there and she'll do some cool fancy like fight and she'll probably lose because, you know, the bad dude has to beat her and it's not really about right. her anyways. It's like, but still, yeah. love her. Um yeah, um, no, I'm I'm excited for this movie. This is one that you know, like I said, I, I have very little knowledge going in. Maybe Same. I'll have an opportunity to read up on maybe at least a little bit of backstory, so I have some working knowledge going into the movie. But I am really excited to learn more about it. Um, Doctor Strange was kind of like that for me. Mm-hmm. I really didn't know too much about Doctor Strange going in. Um. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm definitely excited for this one. I'm glad that they're bringing this kind of movie into the fold of the MCU. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, has any for that. has anyone here seen Man with the Iron Fist? That, yes. Thoughts uh, yeah. thoughts on that? I I enjoyed it. I've only seen it once, so I I don't recall a lot of it. But I thought it was entertaining and it was good. Um, I think that. It, it, go ahead i'm sorry no 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 i i really didn't have anything to say <laughs> I, I think that it has its moments mm-hmm. um i think russell crowe is great in it mm-hmm. like it's clear that he's just having the time of his life being over the top <laughs> in the film um but i also think that it suffers because it's like it's very to me at least it was very apparent that it was made by someone who really liked martial arts movies and just wanted to make all of his favorite martial arts moments in his own film. Mm. In my opinion. Yeah. Um, that said, like, I don't hate it. I just wanted it to be better, I guess, because yeah. I was so excited for it. Cause I like, I love the Wu-Tang clan. I love martial arts movies. And I was just like, Oh my God, this is going to be the best thing ever. And I watched it. And I was like, 
Okay. All right. I get it. I know. They, yeah. had, <laughs> they had great people in it. Like Lucy Liu was in it. Jamie Chung was yeah, in it. Yeah. It's like, got a great cast. And like I said, I think, you know, I, I, I single out Russell Cry. I think everybody that's in the movie is like having the time of their life making the movie because they're, they're just having fun. Like, I don't think they're taking it too seriously. Not a negative way. Like, I don't yeah, think it's like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, it's a paycheck, but like <laughs> they're having fun with it because it's a, it's a fun movie. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I don't think it quite hit right for with me for whatever reason. Mm. I think I agree with you. I, I, I definitely have the same sentiment when I watched it. I was like this, these are, it's hitting the right, like quote unquote, martial arts beats in a movie, mm. but it somehow still doesn't feel like it's sitting where it's supposed to, or like it's believable. Like, I don't know what it is. It's like, I, I, it's just, I, it was yeah. like too too many of the beats thrown into one story is kind mm. of the way I felt about it. Cause I was like, Oh, now, now we're doing this. Now we're doing that. And it's like, mm. you have the betrayal and then you have like the ultimate good guy. And now you have like the man coming up, you know, there was this character, the man with the iron who becomes the man with the iron fist, mm-hmm. like, you know, the guy who was a blacksmith and now must be a warrior. And like, you have this, this weird foreigner and Russell Crowe who's come in and like, <laughs> is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? Whatever. Like, I just think it threw too much at the wall. And, and like tried to make everything stick and i was just like less is more right yeah agreed yeah. cool anyway, wow we've been recording for 55 minutes holy shit yeah so um, this we turned out to be <laughs> yeah tangented a lot <laughs> yeah this turned out to be a not so short and sweet episode yeah, that's all right i, I <laughs> yeah. think it was a fun one all right so time for shit that doesn't suck right gents yes yes yes, yes. Shit that doesn't suck. Yes. 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 Okay. That's uh that's that's two computers having sex. Oh, great. Great. So now you, know, you have that auditory uh, stimuli. Also, random fact: I was watching The Crown, okay. and I was watching, um, uh, <laughs> I was watching an interview with um, um, what's the actress that played uh, Queen Elizabeth, and they were talking about like Queen Elizabeth having a very specific British accent because it sounds different from every other British person, and the way mm. she had to say yes was not actually yes; she, she would say ears, so she was go like ears is like when she said yes as the queen because the accent was that different so anyways that was my thought when you were doing that continue oh, okay <laughs> that's fair um so this week uh for my shit that doesn't suck is uh well okay it's fast the fast and the furious i went back and revisited this franchise david, david you know this are you sure shit that does not suck right are you You're- sure <laughs> I I will defend these movies until the day that I die. Okay. I know so they're they're not quote unquote great movies. I know. But like <laughs> they're barely movies. <laughs> <laughs> but these movies are like a lot of fun. I get it. I and get it. Guilty pleasure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just I don't like I love I don't know why I like these movies so much. They're but fun time, I guess. I fucking do. And like I 
it, they're just so dumb and over the top and campy. You're just like, if you rolled your eyes at every single dumb campy moment in these movies, like your eyes would just pop out of your fucking skull <laughs> out of your head. Yeah. Um, like you wouldn't, your, your eyeballs would be, you know, out. Uh, but yeah, yeah like, I don't, I don't, I just, I, love I mean, these movies. they have John and, Cena in it now and they have Charlie Theron in it, but, but you like, can't see John Cena. Oh, right. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you get it. I got the, it. I got uh, the, yep. 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 There. Yeah. No, no, David, we got it. We can move on. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Ian, what what is your shit that doesn't suck so we can get off this topic? Okay, shit that doesn't suck. Um, I recently bought a video game um, that's not new. It, it came out a couple of years ago, but I'm, I am new to it. It is called The Darkest Dungeon. Um, you might mm-hmm. know it because it's kind of, it's a difficult video game to play and finish and i like a challenge and as i said before probably in the last episode i am a masochist so Mm. um it is a turn-based kind of rpg roguelike where you um are gathering uh different heroes like a maximum of four heroes and take them into dungeons to get treasures to essentially go and beat the darkest dungeon hence the title and like mm. you know find out why all these things like eldritch horror things happen i love it because the art is beautiful i like gothic kind of vibes you know and sure. it, it definitely has like the eldritch horror gothic vibes and i love turn-based rpgs so i started playing it it is difficult but they did make a a change like a difficulty setting so if you f- play it for the first time you, you should probably play it on like the easiest level um, otherwise it's just gonna be very kind of hard for you so i recommend the darkest dungeon they're they're making a sequel to it soon i think nice that definitely seems like something you'd be into considering you play D uh, D. so yeah love it <laughs> yeah ted what do you got yeah the, the, that sounds actually really cool uh as i've mentioned on the podcast before i'm not a gamer by any stretch of the imagination um or you know i'm just not good at them it's okay (laughs) you say just start uh, somewhere and like find what you like you know yeah but uh that does sound cool um i uh i was kind of racking my brain as you guys were talking i was like fuck i gotta think of something because all i've been doing lately is is you know like you know um life not enjoying things just life <laughs> shit. so um but uh i recently got really back into um the C- cthulhu mythos and mm. like some of the lovecraft stuff and it kills me because like lovecraft had such great ideas but was such a fucking awful writer yeah it, 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 to say nothing of like him being a virulent racist among mm-hmm. other things that were <laughs> yeah. definitely negative, but like yeah you know, to to stick solely to his 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 writing, it's just, he had such great ideas that were executed so fucking poorly. Like, I it kills me because I would lo- I would give my left one for an idea that good, but then again, you know, I wouldn't be able to write any better than him either, so it doesn't matter to the point. But but uh, yeah, just, uh, just the the Lovecraft, so the quote unquote Lovecraft universe. Just like, there's so many great ideas that uh, that I like, and and so many great stories that are just written really poorly. I don't know. It's a, it's a complicated relationship, but that's that's kind of what I've been getting back into. That's cool. 
yeah, yeah. I need to read some. I'm I'm not a huge horror person, but I do like Lovecraft from what I've heard and seen little bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. Like I like those mm-hmm. kinds of vibes, even though I'm not a huge horror person. <laughs> did you watch yeah. the watch Lovecraft Country on HBO? I did. I I watched yeah. it all. I loved Lovecraft Country. It was great. Yeah, you'd probably like uh HP Lovecraft's works then cuz yeah. I mean they, you know, there's a reason why it's called Lovecraft Country is because a lot of uh his writings and stuff are heavily influenced in the show. So mm-hmm. yes, yeah. I definitely got that bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um anyways, so uh gentlemen, do we have anything else that we need to hit on before we put a pretty little bow on this any since this is the final um, martial arts kind of segment is there anyone that you would recommend people would to go really see any one movie any one movie like among whether it's the the ones that you've spoken about or things that you haven't spoken about uh you know um i would say I really liked uh, 30, 36 Chamber of Shaolin and uh, and Hero. Those were two of my favorites that I watched. Like, you know, there wasn't a movie that I disliked um, during the, the course of this series. Um, this was a really fun series to do and glad we finally got around to it. But those those two definitely stand out to me as like, <clears throat> really really good movies and selections mm. so yeah that's me personally uh ted what do you got um i think it's really hard to narrow it down to one mm-hmm. because i think that it's such a broad genre right that there's going to be something that is going to interest you whether you're into martial arts films or, or at least you don't think if, or if you don't think you are, mm-hmm. um, because I mean they range from something that's like straight ahead action, and like you know machismo for like Enter the Dragon, through to something that's a little more like romantic, like romantic or mm-hmm. fantastical like Hero or mm-hmm. really most of the Zangimu films, mm-hmm. um, through to things that are more like what you think of for like the Saturday night Kung Fu matinee, like mm-hmm. the Shaw brother mm-hmm. stuff from the seventies. So like, it's really, really tough for me to narrow it down to one. If I had to pick one of the ones that we covered, um, I would say probably hero because mm-hmm. I think that it's got the most, or maybe crouching tiger or, or mm-hmm. Because they have the like the fan the fantasy stuff that is very popular and has seen a resurgence in the last couple of years, and they're very well choreographed, and they're not like, you know, as much as I like the raid, mm-hmm. I never know how people are going to react to it because it's so violent. <laughs> it yeah. is, yeah, know, yeah. You know, it's it's, it's a very intense movie. Yeah. Um. Whereas I think like hero or crouching tiger or we didn't cover this one but like curse of the golden flower or house of Flying daggers i love those one of those like i there's some violence in them but they're they're not like violent movies mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah yeah 
Um, so probably one of those, or really, like I said, anything that Zhang Yimou was done, as I just named off like three of his films. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, lo- right on. I, I love that. If I were to say anything, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Wuxia. So like, mm. you know, obviously Crouching Tiger, I mean, is the staple. But um, sure. I think if you've watched enough martial arts movies, I think eventually you should watch Kung Fu Hustle. Because I think you would get some of the jokes and the tropes that Kung Fu Hustle does um, once you've seen enough mm-hmm. Kung Fu movies. And if you love, I fu- agree fully. Yeah, if you love Kung Fu Hustle, then I think you should watch um, Shaolin Soccer. It's kind of a similar vibe. It's like mm-hmm. soccer mixed with Kung Fu, and it's really funny. <laughs> um, if you want a good Wuxia movie, I guess, aside from Crouching Tiger. I I loved um, Curse of the Golden Flower and House of Flying Daggers. Um, And if you want like straight up, I guess, martial arts movies, like physical action, uh, I'm not as well versed in those, but... um, Enter Bruce Lee movie. Yeah, probably a Bruce Lee movie. (laughs) Probably a Bruce Lee movie. Yeah. Yeah that's that's what i would say right on cool um well uh listeners thank you so much for for tuning in and hanging out with us um for especially for this series um and thanks for everyone on um on social media especially the facebook group that uh encouraged us to do this we weren't exactly sure how it would land when we first threw it out there but it got a lot of positive response. So thank you so much for giving that to us uh, and for us. Um, we greatly appreciate the feedback and pointed us in the, the general direction of where we should go. So thank you. Um, and Ian, once again, thank you for coming on. Um, of course. Thank you for having me. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, I'm sure I'll see you again soon because we have to do our Game of Thrones I mean- episode. The day, the day it happens, the rants that will come forth from this mouth. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, the room is going to get real hot. Real I think quick. everyone already knows what the thoughts are. Truly, who hasn't? Who yeah, doesn't? Um, but I will never are, stop ranting about it. No, never, ever. Um, Ted, thanks for for being there as always. You're, you're welcome. I, I don't know why I always say that and then laugh afterwards. It just feels ridiculous, but I, it just feels right. It just feels right. It just feels right. Um, yes, but uh, you know, subscribe, like, follow, um, rate us on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. Of course, like Ted says, uh, one stars or five stars, and then this middle of the road fence uh, sitting bullshit. Um, you commit to the bits. God damn it! Um, and if you. Uh, Leave us a three-star review. I will find you and take a shit on your front porch. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, that is that is it. Um, and be kind, stay kiki, and eat lots of cheesecake. Bye! <laughs> Everybody was kung fu fighting. And then we're done with that now. That's oh. <laughs> Oh, they were kung fu fighting. They were past tense, exactly. Yes, <laughs> they they were fast as lightning. Yep, they're now old and slow. Yes, yeah. so, old. Such as it is.